Hey folks, hey millionaires, this is Wesley, billion dollar virgin here, and I'm in Brazil, okay? Welcome to another Millionaire Midnight Rant, where we talk about all things success, prosperity, and manifestation here. So I know it's probably, like it's one seventeen a.m. in the morning here, and I think this is approximately 2, wait, let me see, 11 o'clock. P, no, 12, 11 o'clock p.m. stateside, CST time, but I decided to jump on a little bit early here so we can have a Q&A session here, which means I want to give everybody who's interested the opportunity to ask me questions here. I've been working a lot. And listen, I'm in Brazil right now. I'm in Rio de Janeiro, and I'm having a great time out here with my best friend. We're celebrating his birthday, and it's just been a blessing so far. We had the opportunity to venture out and just really explore the culture out here. But most of all, it just feels so good to be free. And I know that's where you want to be, right? Free. When I use the word free, I mean free to do what you want to do, free to travel, free to spend money without thinking about how much money you got in the bank account, and just kind of free to live your life how you've envisioned it to be. And listen, I'm very proud of you because you're listening to this podcast. You don't have to listen to it, but you're here. And I think many people listen to different type of podcasts, especially this one, because, well, they won't change. But they realize sometimes change doesn't happen overnight. Change is a, sometimes could be a very arduous process. It's a daily process. And that's why I go live here on Instagram, Wesley Million Dollar Virgin to encourage you, to educate you, to let you know that I, I'm in your corner. I have your back. And maybe I don't know you, but I understand the struggle. I understand disappointment and depression and, you know, when things are just not going the way you want them to go. So I'm here to be an advocate for you, okay? Here to help you through your process, which means I know you can't pay me $50,000 per hour, which is my current rate as far as me coaching clients here. But listen... Um, I'm giving you an opportunity to speak with me here. And even though I'm worth $40 million, doesn't mean I'm better than you. But it means that I just think differently than you. I perceive the world and money differently than you. And if you keep listening, if you keep listening to me, if you keep applying some of the techniques and methods that I'm sharing with you, then, hey, who knows, one day you will be the man or the woman on the other side of the phone, speaking to other people, sharing your philosophy with them. So let's get started here, okay? And go ahead and put your names below. And listen, I always appreciate the shares and likes and comments, by the way. You know, I mean, show me some love. I'm, I'm feeling unloved tonight. Can I get some love? Hit that love button, share the video, share it out as well. If you're listening on the podcast, remember, you can always get access to the podcast via google.com type in wesley billion dollar version podcast and you will see hundreds of episodes just like this and i'm teaching you educating you i'm giving you instruction on how to use your mind how to change your behaviors how to become focused how to get motivated how to use your mind in a way um to manifest what you want a lot of this information is esoteric which means it's just not so available some of the deeper stuff and you have to really dig deep to find this stuff, but I'm bringing this information to the forefront 
to teach people how to use their minds in a very specific way to get what they want. I'm getting what I want. Life is freaking perfect. I mean, life is so good. Um, Sometimes I have to pinch myself because it feels like a dream. I mean, I'm wealthy. I have more than enough money in the bank, more than enough money coming into my accounts. I'm creating new companies, new businesses. And not just that, I'm helping people become rich. I think I'm one of the Internet marketers here on the Internet here has created more documented millionaires ever. And maybe you don't see me. I, I do have a Forbes article, but maybe you don't see me all over the TV, all over the Internet. You will very soon. But I've created a ton of millionaires. Why? Because I get the emails on a daily basis of people who just listen to these rents alone. They don't have to buy my products. You don't have to invest in me. You don't have to pay me money for coaching. But these rents have been very significant in people's lives. They, they tell me all the time, and I really appreciate that. I'm grateful, and this is why I'm going to continue to do that. So thank you for the likes and shares, and thank you for tagging people below and adding more people to the rank. I, mean, I think people need a platform where they can speak with a multimillionaire, and it's like not a sales pitch at the end, right? I'm not trying to get you into anything. I'm just here to give you very genuine advice if you have the guts and the balls to go live with me, okay, which I would do as well. So go ahead and put your names here below. Let me give you guys a shout out. And yes, it's dark. That's how I rock. It's a midnight rant, which means it's more important for you to listen to my sexy voice, obviously, but not to see me, right? Put headphones on, listen closely here because you may learn something. More importantly, you may learn something that may change your life, okay? Hey, Andre, how are you? My man, Steven. We have Miss Moolah. We have Stephen Lee, we have Maga Meli, we have Nodal Bat as well, Casey Trippy, how are you, my guy? Lovely Diva, um, go ahead, Venetia Provo. Another thing, folks, you know, I know we talk a ton about money because money is very necessary, but I'm always willing to talk about a voracious amount of topics outside of money. I don't care if it's relationships. I don't care if it's about men and women. I don't care if I'm talking to men to teach them how to be an alpha or a sigma man. When I mean a very powerful man on the planet to get what he wants. I'm willing to talk about anything. I have a ton of experience. I have a ton of knowledge. And I have a ton of results. Okay? What's next here? All right, thanks, Money Mike Wynn. He's always tagging Kanye West, Diddy. Oprah Winfrey here. Appreciate it, brother. Much love. Jennifer Lopez. How are you? Well, we got Jennifer Lopez. Okay, gorgeous. We got Jen Lopez. It's a pleasure to have you here tonight, Jennifer Lopez. We have AC uh, Dorene. We have Bing Woods here with Quavi. We have Burn J49 here. Go ahead and comment your names below, folks. I'm looking at the comments right now. If you're live with me, uh, Mira Lee, Mary Lee. And folks, I know a lot of you are looking to partner with me and i am taking partnerships right now currently just look in my bio on instagram click the link get a 15 minute call with me to see if you're a good fit for me and my company okay uh kellyanne kellyanne says how to be how to be a man how to be a man to that gets anything he wants okay we'll talk about that in a second hey logan p how are you i just want to give everybody a shout out to let you know that i care i love you and I see you, and I'm paying attention here, okay? Mr. Uh, Balak, how are you, sir? Hey, Brittany, how are you? Make sure you take notes of another thing. Don't listen to someone that's richer than you, and don't take notes. This morning, I had a great video. I did a live here, 
in Brazil and I was talking to a young man and he didn't take notes. He didn't write anything down. And that's a big problem with a lot of you. You tend to believe that you can just assimilate all this information without writing it down. You got to write it down. Okay. Uh, here we go. Lucas. Hey, 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 Gabriel, uh, Gabriela being King Malo. Um, yeah, what's popping, West? What's popping, West? Bubbles. Nisha Lee, how are you, B. Jan? Okay, I am um, Bassett Lions. Okay, Sherry, the Good Life. Okay, so let me go ahead and start now. Post your questions below. You know, whatever you think is stopping you from making money, like if you're not making between ten to a hundred thousand dollars per month, independent of a job, well, you need me. Okay. And I'm here to help you do that. My company does between $500,000 to a million dollars per month. And I get it. It's not a lot of money, right? You can't really live on that, but it's a good start. So if you're not in that range, then, and I make it on autopilot, which means the work that I do, like I can take a vacation. I can just do whatever I want to do and not work as much and still make money. And I'm here to teach you how to do that if that's what you're looking for. What are your thoughts on relationships? Okay, so... Um, FIP, when you say, what are my thoughts on relationships, what do you mean more specifically? You mean, did you get into a relationship? How do you find a man? How do you find a woman? How do you attract? Should you look for a woman when you're not making a lot of money? So what do you mean by, what do you mean by relationships? Can you go a little bit deeper with the question here? What are your thoughts and ideas while on this trip currently? Uh, that's a good question. What are my thoughts and ideas? So let me tell you guys some of the things that I'm working on because I understand my goal is to do $100 million in the next 12 months, and I'm going to show you how I'm going to do that. And we are launching a new supplement. I can't really share the name right now, but we are launching a new supplement that's going to take over the freaking world here. And it's in the weight loss health niche. And um, we've been working on this for the past couple of months here as far as writing the copy, uh, which is the marketing. I'm getting FDA approved, um, testing the formula as well, getting labeling, packaging. It's a lot of work. I've never wanted to do it. And this is something kind of outside of my core competency because I just never wanted to do it because I love digital products because the return on investment is insane. But the great thing about when you do physical products, less refunds, less chargebacks, and people are very accustomed to getting something physical, which means they're uh, prone to buy more. So, uh, and I have a couple of friends that are doing between five to ten million dollars per month, and obviously I need to tap into that, right? <laughs> so that's what I'm currently doing. That's what I've been doing most of the day. I did go to the favelas today, which is like the ghetto of the ghetto is here in um, Brazil in Rio. We went to one of the largest favelas, and just to give you a, a picture of what that looks like, I mean, it's super destitute, extremely poor, so poor that. Police officers do not go to this area, and the only policing, if you want to call it a policing, that they have access to is basically gang members. So gang members, they're around the neighborhood in the favelas, and they have machine guns, and they basically protect the neighborhood. Insane, right? Police officers have to get permission to come into these areas. So we went there today, of course. I take risks all day long, right? And it's very insane. I mean, it's very insane, which means it's like in this area... You talk to the wrong girl because there's a lot of beautiful women here in Brazil. 
In Rio, if you talk to the wrong girl in the favelas, it could be a gang member and they would shoot you on sight. It's insane, right? You would die. Uh, <laughs> but we ate some pretty good food. Got an opportunity to look through, but I'm back here at the hotel. I've been working for the last four to five hours, getting ready to hopefully soft lunch in the next week. And I'm also launching another product, which is going to be a personal development product. And that should be ready in the next uh, couple of days, maybe the end of this week as well. So I've been very busy. And listen, I love to travel not just because I want to get out of Houston, Texas, which I do need to get out of Houston, Texas sometime. I leave Texas and I leave the country because when I'm in another environment, I have like zero distractions. You know, when I'm in Houston, you know, people know me, right? You know, I go around, I got to talk to people. I'm like forced to talk to people. But I'm here, I don't have to talk to anybody. I could be by myself alone and I start to... Uh, start to attract ideals and things that I need to implement. As a matter of fact, for the last four hours, I have to implement something with my new, not my new product, but my product I've had for the past two years, Genie Script. And I'm going to take that revenue. Uh, I'm going to triple the revenue, basically what I just did tonight. And I talked about this on my last podcast, so go back and check it. But I've been implementing new ideals and new things to make more streams of uh, revenue as well. Got the opportunity. I talked to my daughter. She's in college. She's doing very well. So everything is very exciting right now. So, like I said, I get a way to just be able to um, uh, assimilate new thoughts and new ways of thinking, if that makes sense here. I get a ton of massages. I've been to the spa three times already. And I've meditated quite a bit as well. So I like traveling because it gives me the opportunity to quiet the mind and not talk to people. Okay. Have you visited Belize before? Yes, I've been to Belize. Next question for me. Do you care to have a relationship or do you personally feel it can hold you back from experiencing life? So, you know, Phil, that's a good question here. So I guess what you're talking about is a relationship with a significant other. Me personally, um, when it comes to marriage, I'm not really sold on marriage yet. And I'm not saying I won't be ever sold on marriage. Okay, folks. Um, but right now I just don't see the value. I don't see the benefit, honestly, um, with marriage and two as far as relationship with a woman. Um, you know, honestly, I don't, I don't know how important it is. And, um, do I think it holds you back? Absolutely. When you're not rich already. Right. And I'll say that just for me, let's talk for me for a second here. Then I'll talk for women. Like, man, what you don't realize is just the amount of, um, effort. And the amount of time and the amount of sacrifice and the amount of emotional energy that's necessary to take a business that's making zero dollars to make some money and to make money that's profitable. And I don't think men just realize that, right? They don't because, you know, men, I get it. You know, you want to seek out women. You want to chase tail. And I get it. You know, um, you get horny, you get hard. You want to go bang everything. And I get it. It's natural instinct for men. Because we're very physical people and we just, it's just how it is, right? But um, a lot of women, unfortunately, they just don't, and listen, I'm not blaming women, but women don't, unless you've dated, like, unless a woman have dated a millionaire, have dated a billionaire, dated a very, very successful man, well, she just doesn't know what to do. And she doesn't understand what's going on in his head. So think about it. Say if I'm a... Say if I'm a young man, I'm in my 30s, I have a regular 9-to-5 job, I make about $60,000, $70,000 a year, 
and I want to be rich. But I've had this girlfriend for a couple of years, right? And she says she loves me, she supports me, but she still want to take my time, right? I mean, and so she still want to do the same things like, you know, have date night, have this night. Oh, let's, you know, let's have movie night. Well, let's go do this together, baby. Let's go do But listen, I'm telling you something about an entrepreneur that's actually successful. It's no balance in the beginning. In the beginning, it's like no balance. I mean, all your time, men, and effort has to be on the business, period. And many women don't realize that because they may feel that you're avoiding them. They may feel, oh, you're cheating on me because you're not calling me. Does that make sense? Let's say if you don't call your girl for two to three or four days or a week, right? She assumes you're not working. She assumes that you're just dealing with other women, right? Does that make sense? So to me, to eradicate that, to eliminate that, me... Before I became wealthy, I just eliminated women, honestly. I just eradicated them out of my life. You know, it was a tough course, but whatever. You know, that's what Jergens is for. But <laughs> I, I did not, I, I totally eliminated women out of my life because they were just such a distraction. I mean, it was a lovely distraction, but I just couldn't keep, stay focused, you know, because women make you feel different emotions. And those emotions are more powerful than emotion is to make money. But listen, you need... Uh, 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 I mean, an extreme amount of focus. It's just insane the amount of focus that is necessary for you to become a millionaire and for you to be a part of the 30% of the people that do make seven and eight and nine figures a year. Does that make sense? So, so men, in the beginning of your journey, I would say do it alone. Now, listen, it is some women out there that will allow you, but that's a very small percentage of women. I don't know what that percentage is, but it's a very small percentage of women that actually understand what a man is going through as it relates to his uh, 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 pers- perseverance or his his journey to make whatever money he's trying to meet to be financially independent. Make sense? She understands that. She she, she does. And um, I can tell you some of the things that is required from a woman, in my opinion, if you want to be with a man like that, that's either on the journey or already accomplished this journey. You cannot stress a man out like this. Like, you cannot nag this man. You just can't. You know, I'm going to be honest. You know, I've had several women in my lifetime, obviously, you know, have several women even as a rich person. And one of my rules is I can't deal with a woman. Like, I I can love her, but I cannot deal and I won't deal with a woman that nags me, a, a woman that stresses me out, especially because one thing about me, I'm very transparent. I'm just, I'm kind of real. Just let women know what it is. It doesn't mean that it's politically correct or right, but it is what it is. I said, this is with me, this is me, and this is what you're going to get with me, so you either take it or leave it. I'm like that. I mean, it's in my way or the highway. And I may seem brutal, but I'm very honest with women, and they appreciate that. But if you choose to go on the ride with me, then you understand what that ride is like. So I don't want any issues, okay? I don't want any craziness, no nagging, no stress. No, I'm not going to deal with that shit. I'm just not. Because I don't need to. I don't have to. Because sometimes people feel that you have to deal with shit and you got to make it work. You don't got to make shit work, right? Because I know what works for me and I know what makes me a functional man and what makes me a progressive man, which means I want a woman that's going to augment to me, make me more progressive, period. Help me make a better version of Wesley Virgin. If you're not able to do that, then it's just not a match. It's just we're not aligned. Does that make sense, women? Um, and, and men as well? I'm still looking at the comments here for us. 
And for women, <clears throat> you know, women that want to dominate the world, and you want to make millions of dollars and do your thing. And you can. You know what I mean? Now, should you do it with a man? Listen, women, if I was you, if you want to be rich and you want to be in a relationship at the same time, well, I would say date a millionaire. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Date a very successful man. Okay? Don't date the broke guy. Don't date the nine to five guy. Um, date the man that's successful. Does that make sense? Because it's going to make your journey to your millions, to your millions of dollars easier and faster. Okay? Because if you're in a relationship with a man that works at the bank, there's nothing wrong with working at the bank, work at McDonald's, work at Card Target or accounting, whatever he does, but he doesn't even make a hundred thousand dollars a year, right? And even if he made two hundred thousand, but he has a job, right? Um, that's just a different mentality, right? And you'll never be outstandingly successful. It's going to be very tough for you to be very successful with that man because he doesn't even have that mentality to be a business owner unless he wants that as well. But listen, women, I'm just going to give you a cheat code. If you want to be rich quicker, get with a rich man. And if you're willing to listen to him, if you're willing to humble yourself a bit and capitulate to him, He'll teach you. He'll show you what you're doing wrong, what you need to do right to make the money. Why? Because he's already doing it. Okay? So women, if you want to be rich faster, you make money faster, either do it by yourself, and there's a lot of women right now that are doing very well, or find you a man that's already successful, right? Because you want to learn something from a man. Why have a man only for sex? I mean, come on, just for sex. That's it. Just to have a man for him to, you know, make love to you. That's it. I mean, you need the man that's going to intellectually stimulate you, a man that you can listen to, that you can actually learn something about life, about business, about something, right? Your mind needs to be stimulated. You need to understand that you need to grow mentally, emotionally, and spiritually as well. So get a man like that, okay? Get a man that's successful, period, because it would allow your success to happen quicker and faster. Why? Because he's been there, all right? Uh, what do you suggest a man at 30 do to make his first million while only making $3,500 a month? Um, I would say this. Instead of focusing on a million, focus on making $10,000 a month. My first question to you is, are you making that money at a job? Now, if you're making that money at a job, you have to ask yourself a question. Can I make this the same amount of money, if not more, with a business? And then you got to think about what business can you start to actually make that type of money? Listen, the people that make more money than others people are people who serve more people, right? It could even be a service-based business, which I recommend. I'm in a service-based business with a ton of my companies because it's no freaking, uh, you know, inventory, no supply chain, no manufacturing. I don't have products. I don't have to, like, you know, ship things in. It's all digital, right? It's a service-based business here. So the return on investment is insane. So I would suggest that. But there's many things I can suggest. But your first goal to me, in my opinion, if you have a job and you're earning $3,500 a month, your first goal is to make $6,000 per month without the job. Or if you have a business that's making $3,500 a month, I would say increase your prices, one, or um, see what you're doing. And see if you can delegate it so you can do other things and make more money. Does that make sense? Okay. 
But to answer Fip's question, do I care to have a relationship? Like, I don't, I mean, I don't mind having a relationship with a woman. You know, it's all good, but I just don't want any issues. I'm going to be honest. And I'm going to be very blunt because I want all women to understand this. Dating a rich man is fucking hard. Do you hear me? Dating a very successful man is hard. And I think women need to hear that because I think when they date men that are able to give them every dream and fulfill every desire that they've ever wanted, right? Because obviously women want to travel the world. They want nice shit. They want nice restaurants. They want to be known. They want to be with a man that has status. I get it. But it's hard to be with this man. It's not easy at all. And I think a lot of women that get with men that are very successful or high value they tend to participate in the relationship as if they're dating Pookie and Ray Ray. You know, just a regular guy, nine to five job. He can make a hundred thousand a year, fifty thousand dollars a year. Good man, whatever. But it's boring. That's the problem. It's no excitement. I mean, this man he may take you on one vacation per year, maybe two, and the vacation's probably Mexico, Jamaica, on a cruise ship. I don't know, right? And he's definitely not buying you ten thousand dollar purses and. Uh, Birkin bags and surprising you. I mean, he's just not doing these things, right? He's doing the the bare minimum. And I think I want women, women, I want you to understand this. When you're dealing with a very successful, high-value man, you are dealing with a different type of breed of man, which means it is hard to keep this man's attention. It is hard to keep this man happy at times. You have to pay attention to this man. Why? Because he excels. He is excelling a part of the 3% of men who don't even do well. 97% of men are either broke, average, have a regular job, or a regular life. It is what it is. 3% of men are doing the things that you want to do. So you have to understand you have to, you need to educate yourself or you need to watch and listen to some of my rants because I teach women on a few of my podcasts how to deal with a man like that. You have to be very attentive. You have to be very obsequious, which means submissive. You have to be, you have to really uh, notice your delivery when you talk to a man like this. I mean, this motherfucker is a powerful man. So you have to deliver information. You have to really think about what you say before you say it, right? You can't just be careless with your mouth. You can't be careless with your actions. If not, you're going to lose him. Does that make sense? Okay. And then you're going to be stuck with the guy that you don't even want. Okay. I think the worst thing in life for a woman is to date a man that gives her everything, you know, that she wants and to lose him and have to date those mediocre men. Oof, tough. All right, next question for me. I'm going to scroll all the way down here, folks. How, um, Wesh, how many companies do you have now and will you continue to pursue more? Uh, yeah, about, about 15 to 20 companies. And yes, I will continue to pursue more. Because I'm always looking for more partnerships. And like I said, if you're looking for partnerships with me, um, you can look at my bio, click the link, and you can do a 15-minute call with me or my team. And we'll see if you're a good fit to be a part of the Virgin Media S-Corp Corporation here. Okay. I'm just scrolling down here, folks. I'm looking at your questions here. Give me a second. Okay. Although some ways are easy, how can I tell if a girl is just using me for the money? I experienced it before. Well, let me share something with you, man. This is, and this is to all men that have this crutch 
that women only want them for their money. And I want to address this because I'm sick and tired of men crying and bitching and complaining about how, well, how do I know if this woman will love me for me? How do I know if this woman don't want me for my money? First of all, most of you men don't even have money. Okay? Most of you men, you don't have real money. Okay? You got a little bit of money. All right? And two, you have to understand something. The money that you earn and the money that you make is a part of you. It makes you who you are. It is what it is. Like, think about a person that has no money at all. Zero money. Where do they live? What are they driving? What are they wearing? What are they doing? Right? I mean, that person is broke. They're poor. They have nothing. And the next question is, who wants to be with a person that has nothing? Okay? So, what, what I want you to understand is, don't separate yourself from your achievements and the amount of money that you've acquired. And don't, think, and don't be silly and think that a woman's going to deal with you if you're broke. I get it. Some women do, but I don't think she should. Like, why would a woman want to deal with a man who is not financially responsible? If you have a daughter, would you want your daughter? Like, I have a daughter. I have two. Like, do I want my daughter to be with a man that's financially, like, uh, unstable? No, absolutely not. No. So when you say that, well, how do I know if she wants me for my money? You're speaking from your insecurities, unfortunately. Okay? You're insecure with the person that you are. Right? Listen, I'm not saying that money is all everything, okay? I get it. What I'm saying is this. Women are smart. If you pick up a woman, listen, you know, because I know some men, they say, well, let me take this woman to the coffee shop. I'm not going to take her to a five-star restaurant because I want to know if she really wants me or does she want the five-star restaurant. Do you have to understand that? You thinking that way, you're projecting that information or you're projecting that out into the universe. Like, because that's what your fear is. You're fearing that this woman is not going to want you for you. And just thinking that way, you were in your mind, you were formulating ideals and thoughts to make it true. Because maybe that woman just want to have a good time. Maybe that woman just, she's trying to get to know you, right? Like, who knows, you know, aside from looking at somebody physically, like, who knows if this is the person that you want to be with, right? And a lot of men, because of your insecurities, you're projecting your insecurities in a relationship or with a woman when you go on a date with them. And you're thinking they only want you for that one thing. I know men that say, well, I want a woman to pay some time. In my opinion is why? Why would you want a woman to pay sometimes? For what? I think men needs to make a decision. Do they want to wear the pants or they want the woman to wear the pants? Like, do you want to wear the dress? You have to make a decision that what role do you want to play in a relationship? You have a man, you have a woman. And men and women have roles. It is what it is to be functional. And in that relationship, somebody has to be the leader. You can't have two leaders in a relationship. Just say you can't have two leaders anyway. You have one president, one prime minister, one king. It is what it is, right? It has to be one person that, hey, at the end of the day, somebody got to follow somebody. Does that make sense? But men, you have to make a decision are you willing to the meeting? Or do you want to be the man or do you want to be the woman? If you want to be the man, the man is a provider. Which means this, listen, you should never say, well, I wish you would pay some time. I will always pay. I'm all, well, that's your fucking job. You're a provider. That's your duty, man. Does that make sense? You need to make a decision what role you want to play as a man. 
If you're going to be a man, be the man. Man equals provider, period. And if you want to argue with me, then you're on the wrong rent, okay? Because if, if you don't want to be the provider, if you want to your woman to be the provider, you're on the wrong rent because I don't believe that. A man is a provider. A man protects his woman. A man provides security. Does that make sense? I mean, those are basic things. These are very important traits that a man must have as it relates to a woman, a provider, a protector, and provide security for that woman. That includes money. So money is necessary. So it's not that she just wants you for your money. She wants you because you're financially independent. Oh, my God. Right? Now, if you start losing money and you start just, you know, I don't know, because maybe everything that you do is tied up into the money, like your confidence, then that's a problem. Right? You will start second-guessing yourself and you'll start becoming a different person because you use your money as a, uh, uh, as a tool to create confidence for you. Shouldn't do that. Okay? You should have money, but you need to learn how to be confident without the money. Right? She needs to feel your power, feel your energy, feel that you can make shit happen. Does that make sense? And a lot of men, unfortunately, they're so scared to be broke. That's your big problem. The only reason why... You're like, well, I want to I wanna know if she's going to love me without the money. But why would a woman love you without the money? I'm not saying that she shouldn't, but why? Like, why do you want somebody to be around you if you're broke and have nothing? You're making bad financial decisions. Does that make sense? Because that fucks with the provider, right? And the protection. Does that make sense? That is a, that is a number one need for a woman. You got to provide. She got to feel okay. Why? Because women are very emotional people, they stress out, they get overwhelmed, and they need a man to calm them down and say, hey, babe, you got a problem? I got this. Don't worry about it. I got that. No, you had a flat tire? I got that. You need this for your, I don't know, your car, your business, this, whatever. I got that. Don't worry about it, right? Right? That's what a man does. He provides that type of ease in a woman's mind. So men, you know, I don't want to hear this, well, I want to make sure she wants me for me. And what do you mean by for me? Are you talking about the broken you? Why would anybody want the broken you? I don't know why men speak to themselves like that. You know, I don't know why men have this ideal that women want them for, like, if they have nothing. Well, I want to see if she loved me if I didn't have the Lamborghini. Well, I want to see if she loved me. That's your insecurity. And you're projecting out in your relationship. And you're going to sabotage your uh, relationship with women like that. Because every, you're always thinking this woman wants you only for this. So everything that you do, everything that you say, if she say, oh, baby, I like this Chanel purse. Well, she want me to buy you a Chanel purse or something? So, oh, she just want me. She just want materialistic things. I mean, shut up. Grow the hell up, man, okay? Listen, you know how to combat that so you never feel that women want you for the money? Make as much money as humanly possible, one. And two, never go broke again. Okay? That's it. Just never go broke again, ever. And never think that you would. But see, some men, they say, well, what if I lose it all? You know, what if I lose all my money? <laughs> like, I don't even know why would you ever have a thought like that. Like, I would never think that I would lose my money. Like, I would never be broke, ever. It's impossible. I'm going to die rich. It is what it is. Like, I don't have the thought that I would ever be broke. I don't have the thought that I'm going to lose all my money. Never. Not saying that it can't happen, but like, I would never have the thought that it would. And a lot of you men, you have the thought which scares you, right? Because you say, well, because maybe she's only here because of the money and because of the lifestyle that I have provided. And the other person that I used to be, she wouldn't like that person. 
Well, she probably won't. You didn't like that person. That's why you changed, right? You changed. You changed a lot of things about yourself, became more disciplined, more motivated. And you have ambitions now. So now you became a different man. So why are you worried that you would ever go back to the old man? Does that make sense? You'll never go back to the old you. And for you to consider that you would, you don't need to be in a relationship with a woman. Okay? Next question for you. Smash the like button if that made sense to you, man. Okay? I'm just scrolling down here right now. Okay? Scrolling down. Okay? Um, all right, let me scroll all the way down. Oh, wow. Okay. Let me see here. Um, what's next here? Wes, when you're first seeing someone, do you show off what you have? Listen, oh my gosh, show off. What do you mean show off? Listen, me personally... The cars. Now, listen, this is you have to understand something about people. And I want let me let me give you guys a picture, men and women. Listen, everybody, even you have different standards and expectations on how they live their life. Okay, everybody on here, everybody has a standard as what kind of car they would drive. Everybody has an expectation, a standard where they're going to live, what kind of house they're going to live in a house, penthouse, a regular apartment, what's out of town. Every clothes, like everybody has their own individual standard and expectation of what they would do. Me, I have a high standard, which means is I like nice cars. I'm not saying the Ford Focus, the Honda Accord, uh, Toyota Camry are not good cars. And I get it. Billionaires drive the, the Toyota Camry. And that's great. You know, you might say, well, billionaires, well, that's great. I don't want to drive that. I, I mean, I just don't want to. Because I feel good when I'm driving my Lambo. I feel good when I'm driving my Rolls Royce, my McLaren. It just makes me feel good. It makes me feel rich and wealthy. It makes me feel accomplished. And maybe it just makes and it's, it's fast. All right? It's a fun car to drive. Okay, so I don't want to drive regular cars. I just don't like it. It don't feel good on me. It's just like wearing some knockoff brand of Gucci. I get it. Maybe no one knows, but I know. You know, it's like wearing an, a, a fake chain on my neck. Like I get it. No one else knows, but I know. So since I know, it's gonna affect me, right? I need it real. So. Um, I don't show off anything. I just drive the car that I want to drive for the night. If I'm going on a date, I drive in whatever vehicle I want to drive. Like, I'm not trying to show off. It's just my life. Just because I take you to a five-star restaurant, I'm not trying to show off to you. I like good food, and I like going to a nice restaurant. That's just what I like to do. Does that make sense? That's just what I like to do. I like to do that. And I think, like, if I'm taking out a woman... She should appreciate that. She should, like, be excited. Wow, this man has class. This man has style. Wow, this man has a nice car. This man got his shit together, right? So it's not that I'm showing off. I'm not trying to bright. It's just my life. Does that make sense? It is just my life. It's my expectations and my personal standards on how I will live my life until I die. I choose to fly first class. Do I have to? No, but I do. Because it's more comfortable for me. It's more convenient. If I'm taking a woman with me on a trip, I'm not going to put her in coach. She's going to be in first class right next to me. It's not because I'm trying to impress her. I mean, I'm in first class. Why would I put her in coach and I'm in first? Does that make sense? Like, she's with me, right? So when you're with me, 
you will get the opportunity to feel my lifestyle and how I live. And I get it. A lot of men don't think this way. They don't even live this way. Even men that have money, they just don't think that way. And that's okay. But I do. I have a standard on how I live, period. And I have a standard of the type of woman that I date as well, okay? So it's just, that's how I live my life, okay? So I'm not showing off. It's just how I live, okay? What's next here? Does that make, does, am I making sense here, ladies and gentlemen, here, okay? <clears throat> you know, this, these, this word about showing off and bragging and, I mean, folks, don't, listen, don't condemn people because they have the car that you want. Don't condemn people because they live in a place that you live. Why? Why? Why condemn them? Just because they're winning and because they're doing something well and great in life. Well, they're bragging. Why are they bragging? Because of just a small a part of the a population have this type of car? Are they travel all the time? I mean, come on. Won't you be happy for these people? Be excited. Won't you learn from them? Okay? Instead of trying to condemn them and criticize them and tell them that they're showing off. And this is the reason why people always want to be humble. They're like, oh, I just got to be humble. Because they're so afraid to be excited for their own success. Why? Because you have people that are very critical that's going to ostracize them, criticize them just for being successful. You know what I'm saying? Why would you buy that watch that's $100,000? Why would you buy that chain that's $80,000, $250,000 a watch? Who does that? I mean, come on. I mean, these people worked hard to have what they want. So you should be happy and grateful and excited that they exist. Because it gives you the opportunity to now say, you know what? Maybe I can do the same thing as well. Okay? Um, are, are you folks with me here? Okay? And listen, if you, you know, on this live, I will... Allow you, if you disagree with me, you have a point, go ahead. I don't mind going back and forth with you. Only on this rant. I'm going to open up for debate. If anybody want to debate me on any of these topics here, say I don't believe it, and you're able to communicate in a way that makes sense, go ahead. All right, let's go. But I don't want to hear a bunch of conjecture. I want to hear this factual information, right, from your experience and something that's uh, that's valuable. Will you stay in Texas or will you relocate at some point? Well, I'm a nomad, so I plan to live all over the world. But uh, home home is Houston, so I'll probably always have a place in Houston. Um, what's next here? Questions for me. Any tips on meeting new people out in public? Yeah, so listen, first of all, like, if your goal is to be successful, obviously you want to meet successful people. Does that make sense? Smash the like button if that's what you're trying to do. Well, if you want to meet successful people, you need to go where successful people are, okay? Because we don't want to just go out to just meet random people. Hey, how you doing? My name is... What are you doing? No, no. You want to be focused, right? We need to meet people... That's going to progress our lives, period. You know, if they're not progressing our lives, then they are futile. They're useless people, unfortunately. 
And I get it. You know, a ton of people want to have fun all day and have fun, have fun, have fun, drink, smoke, have sex. Yeah, and some people do that for the rest of their lives. And that's cool. But I would suggest not to be one of those people, right? You want to be a person that can augment to the world and actually provide some type of value. So, listen, um, a few places where you can meet successful people. Because if I gather from the live here, you want success. That's why you're here. One place, golf courses. Go. I don't know why golf. Listen, I have no clue why successful people play golf. Because me, I don't even enjoy the sport. The sport is boring. I tried it. It was boring for me. I don't know. I mean, trying to hit that little ball in the hole is insane. Right? But the golf course is a place where a lot of rich and wealthy people go where you can network and meet them. Okay? And that's one. Five-star hotels. I'm not saying you have to book a room at a five-star hotel, but you can go to the bar. Okay, just talk to people. Dress up real nice, talk to people, right? Have a conversation with people, right? Because let me tell you something. When you have conversations with people that are successful at different places, give you different ideas and different thought patterns. Because many of you, your ideas and thought patterns are those of very poor and average people. You got to break the cycle, break the cycle, and break the pattern. So go to five-star restaurant, sit at the bar, get yourself a glass of water. No one knows vodka and coke, whatever. Vodka, water, whatever you want to do, ladies for the calories, right? And just have conversations with very wealthy people. They're there, and they're at the bars all the time. Like at my place, I stay in the high rise, and there's a restaurant connected to it, and there's a ton of successful people in my building. And um, they're always at the restaurant, you know? Very, very interesting characters there. Just meet people, talk to them, right? Uh, another place where you can meet very successful people is country clubs, Okay. Now, I get it. Maybe you can't afford the membership, but you can go to the country club and you can inquire about a membership. Okay? Just go there. You know, inquire, talk. And then you can spend the day there, right? You get the tour or whatever, then just hang around and just talk to people. Hi, how you doing? My name is Wesley Virgin. Hey, what do you do? I mean, basic stuff like that. Hey, isn't it a beautiful day out here today? Wow. Hey, man, I like your shoes. I mean, that's it. To compliment people, right? Just walk around. Oh, man, I like your shirt. Where you get it from? Oh, I got it from here. Oh, really? Hey, my name is Wes. What do you do? Yeah, I do that. I do this. I own a oil company. Oh, really? How long have you been doing that? Is it, I mean, ask questions, folks. I mean, it's just that. I mean, a great icebreaker when you meet a successful people, just compliment them on something. Right? Maybe their jewelry. Maybe their watch. Maybe their shirt. Maybe your belt. Shoes. Hey, I like your shoes. Right? That's, start, that's a conversational starter. And all you need to do is ask questions. You don't want to not... Do not talk about you and don't talk about you and how broke you are and how you're trying to start a business. Don't do that. Just only be interested in them, right? That's in the book, How to Influence and Influence People. Like I've mastered that book because I've read it so many times. People are more interested in themselves. So talk about them. They have a business. What kind of business? Or a business. How long have you been doing that? Really? Oh, I've been doing this and this. Really? So what got you into that? Blah, 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 blah. I mean, these people will talk all day. And when you let people talk like that, subconsciously they feel, man, this is a friend because they let me talk and vent. Because people don't do that. Because people always want to talk about themselves. Okay? All right, what's next here? So um, any other place, let me see. Um, rich people, where are we? Where are the wealthy at? I mean, when you go on vacation, obviously you can meet a ton there, I would say. If you can't stay at a foster hotel, um, you can stay at a one-star and just go to a foster hotel. Right? Honestly, you know, go to the bars, man. I mean, this is where they are, man. 
Wealthy people always at the bars. I don't know why. Restaurants, they're there. The men, too, especially men, they're there. Just hanging out, man, looking for nice little tenderonies. Because <laughs> they're already wealthy, so now it's just time for them to find women. But, um, yeah, um, that's just the best place to go. Five-star restaurants, of course. Um, like I said, go to the bar. Just go to the bar and just talk. Ask questions. Be interested in them. Not, and do not talk about yourself. Let me see here. Any tips on how to get to the first page of Amazon for your chosen category wigs? Uh, I would say buy advertising. Because you have to understand, Amazon is only going to promote it only if you have a ton of reviews and the reviews are super positive. So if you can get more reviews to your product, do that. Everybody that bought your product, get them to write a review. Okay. Questions for me. Good questions today. I love this. Wow, we have 54 million people in here today. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much for that. Okay. How many of you are getting value here tonight? I just want to make sure I'm serving you. It's 2 o'clock in the morning, and I have more energy than ever before. Wes, do you have sex a lot if you don't mind me asking? I do not, actually. You know, believe it or not, I don't have a lot of sex. And let me tell you something, you know, you know, sometimes when you're dating women, like I'm dating this current woman right now, and, you know, sometimes women, especially a man like me, unfortunately, I'm already perceived as a certain type of man, you know, whatever, but, um, which I'm nowhere, like, you know, a lot of women think I'm just this uh, man of debauchery, just this man out there that's just sowing his royals everywhere. No, sir And I don't have a lot of sex. Um, and it's not because if I'm dating someone, it's not because I don't have sex with that person. You know, I'm just, I'm busy. Like, honestly, when my mind is focused on a goal, that's just what I'm thinking about. So sex is just second to what I'm currently doing. Does that make sense? And, uh, I try to fit it in when I can, honestly. I mean, when I fit it in when I can, when I can, when I have, when I'm in the mood, I feel like it, I get it done. But, uh, I, not currently because I'm just too busy. I'm working on things. And I do believe in semen retention as far as um, not necessarily like not, uh, well, let's say it like this. I do believe in not sharing yourself with a significant other because you're just busy working on something, right? I mean, honestly, because um, it takes a lot of time, a lot of emotional energy. It's just, it is what it is, you know, and I get it. You know, sex is lovely. And it's great, but right now I'm just really busy. I'm really focused. So, you know, whenever whenever I get the opportunity to do it, I do it, you know, whatever. But it's just it's just second to me right now. I'm almost third. Like right now, it is the company, the business, and what I'm focusing on and just my goals. Okay, and once I achieve, yeah, maybe I'll go back and become a very sexual person. But it's just not, I don't know, sex is not just that. It's important, but not that important as it relates to my goals and dreams, honestly. You know what I mean? That's just me. <laughs> Somebody says, sex is healthy. Okay, great. Keep having it then. What do you do when the challenge and obstacles of the journey to riches intimidates you? Well, I mean, if it intimidates you, that means that you lack confidence. And you lack confidence because you have a pitch in your mind that says that, 
well, maybe I am not worthy to have this stuff. That's it. Yeah, whenever you're intimidated by anything, it's just it's some belief inside of you that says, well, I'm not worthy. You have to ask yourself a question. Well, why are you not worthy? Like, Why are you not worthy to make millions of dollars? Why are you not worthy to, drop, to shop at different department stores? And why are you not worthy to buy certain cars? And the best way to get out of that is to do something about it. I mean, get your ass up, go to a luxurious car dealership, and attempt to buy a $400,000 car. Just try to buy it. Obviously, you're not going to get approved, but just go and say that you want to buy it, right? Go to a department store and go try to buy clothes that you know you can't afford, but just go. Walk in the store. Watch how people look at you. They, yeah, they, they may intimidate you a bit because they're looking at you and they're sizing you up, and that's just how it is, right? But let me tell you something about, like, department stores and going to the Rolls Royce dealership, Lamborghini, whatever, you know. Listen, you have to appear to be like you got the money in the bank. How do you do that? First of all, when you walk, walk as if you are walking with a purpose, like you're going somewhere, right? When you walk, make sure your chest is out. Don't be looking on the ground, right? Chest out, shoulders back. Put a smile on your face. That's, that's key. Like, put a smile on your face. My God. Don't walk in them because your facial expressions tell people, oh, you don't have any money. She don't have any money. She just ain't playing around. Walk in them like you can afford everything. A lot of things start with your physiology. It's just how you carry yourself, how you walk, how you communicate, smile on your face, right? Are you looking down? Are you looking at the ground? Look up. Shoulders back. Chest out. Go. Walk in. Hey, how you doing? My name is Wes. I'm looking for a Louis Vuitton purse. I think it costs $10,000. Do you have it? Here's a picture. Sure, Mr. Virgin, we have it. Well, show me, please. Here it is. Oh, okay, I like it. I love it. But one problem, where's the strap? I want a strap with it. Can you show me something else with a strap? You see how I'm doing that? Right? <laughs> I mean, honestly, just... And you have to practice this, right? It's not something that comes natural, unfortunately, unless your dad or your mom was like this, right? You have to practice becoming wealthy before you even become wealthy for some of you. Okay. Uh, what's next here? Next question for me. How are you, bro? When are you visiting Kenya? Uh, I've been to Kenya already. You miss me, my guy. When I get back to Kenya, they're going to pay me a check for a million dollars to speak to you. But I'm waiting on that check to clear. I raised the price of my product and people are not buying. Should I reduce the price? So what did you raise the price to? So remember something, you have to test, right? I don't know what your price is. I don't know what your industry is, right? So um, I would say this, uh, whatever price, like let me give you an example. If you do $37 and you say, well, I want to change it to $300. See if that works. If it doesn't work, then play around with it, $47, $57, right? Play around with the price until it's a winner, right? Obviously, you're not going to get a winner the first time because it's all, uh, um, you're just creating this this price just because you want to raise the price, right? Because, you, I mean, sometimes you don't know what people will pay. And you don't know what people will pay until you change it, right? So you have to test it. So I would say test a different price structure, Okay. 
but I'm so glad that you did it, the good life. Smart. What's next year? Do you still need cottage in 2022? No, not in my opinion, honestly. Not if you're going to be successful. Now, if you want to be a doctor like my daughter, then absolutely. You want to be a lawyer, then absolutely, right? But uh, <clears throat> do you need to be? Uh, do you need cottage to be successful? No. Sorry, proven. I mean, you know, average millionaire didn't even attend college and. Usually they're like very like C, D students here. So um, college, in my opinion, is just a money hole. Honestly, it really is for a ton of, a ton of people. People are so conditioned and teenagers are so conditioned that college is the next step out of high school. But many young people that turn 18 and 19 years old have no clue on what they want and they feel pressure from their parents Go to college, go to college, go to college. But they don't even know what they want to do, right? So imagine if you don't know what you want to do and you're paying all this money in a college that you don't want to be at. I mean, how well would you do? And even if you do well and you get a degree, then you get a degree and you have all this debt and you can't even find a job, right? So no, it's not necessary. And don't be afraid to say no to college. No one's going to judge you. Like maybe they will, but who cares? It's a ton of people there who are not going to college. And it's more prevalent now than ever before. It's not a big deal to not go to college. I mean, I didn't go to college. I went to college for one year and I dropped out. So what? Right? So, um, yeah, it's not necessary. Now, listen, if you just love learning and you know exactly what you want to do, go to college. But if you're going to college because your goal is to be successful, I wouldn't recommend it personally. Because it's a money hole. It takes all your money, man. All of it. it takes all your money. You got to pay this money back for the rest of your life. That little $25, $50 a month, you're never going to pay this damn loan off. It's going to be over your head forever, right? And they're going to make a ton of money off of you. It's a money game. And it's not an education game, unfortunately. Let me see here. Where is your best traveling experience? Um, hmm, That's a good question. Oh, yeah. what was my best traveling experience? Well, I did love Egypt, Cairo. Because I got the opportunity to ride a camel. That was fun. To see the pyramids, that was absolutely amazing. To see these pyramids, like, right in front of my face, that was amazing. Um, went to Greece, went to Athens. It was fun to see those structures as well. The Athens Coliseum or whatever. Yeah, that was cool. Oh, Rome. Oh, my God. The Vatican was absolutely to, to live for. You know, when you go to the Vatican, you see all the different architecture and art and whatever that Michelangelo did. And they have a room that you can't talk. And they always like, shh, 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 shh. It's pretty cool. Malaysia. I love Malaysia. The food is absolutely insane. If you ever go to Kuala Lumpur. Um, you know, go to, uh, what did I do? Oh, I did do that. Yeah. If you go to Asia, uh, I mean, go to, um, um, uh, Malaysia, it's a, it's a street that has nothing but food, man. It's a long street, like a mile long, nothing but food. And it's so delicious. Me and the children went there like two years ago 
And we ate dinner there every night. I mean, we just we just bought all types of food. It was amazing. It was so good, too, so tasteful. Wes, how important is networking events to you? And how can we get the most out of them traveling on your lives? Um, yeah, let's talk about networking events here. And I've talked about this before. How many of you have been ever, ever been to a convention, networking seminar, and a networking seminar in your life? Like, you know, make money. Hey, you're going to make money. Come to Dallas. Come to Vegas. Come to this mastermind. Come to this VIP shit. Whatever. How many of you have ever did that? Okay? So let me share a secret with you that you need to know if you ever want to get value from these events. Understand is that most of these events, most of them, especially the larger one, like the 10X Growth Con, whatever, um, most people that go to these events are broke. Okay? Which means... They either have a business but not making profit or they want to start a business, just don't know what to do. Makes sense. It is what it is. You know, they got a job. They're trying to start something, but many of them have not quite started yet. Or many people have started something, but they're not making money yet. Or maybe they're making money, but they're not making profit yet. But maybe they're making money and making profit, but not enough profit to, like, have the life that they want. It makes sense. So it's different levels of entrepreneurship, by the way. I mean, you got the entrepreneur who started the business but making zero dollars. Entrepreneur that started the business making money but not making profit. Just because the business is bringing money doesn't mean they're actually making profit, by the way, right? Then you have the entrepreneur that's making money, making profit, but the profit's not enough to pay the bills, right? Or you have an entrepreneur that's making money, making profit, have enough money to pay, pay the bills, but they can't, they don't have enough money to have the fancy lifestyle, right? <laughs> right. They can't take the exotic trips to Greece and to Bora Bora and buy the bags and the purses and the cars, whatever. Right. So it's different levels. So listen, if you're going to go to a convention ever again, if you're ever going to go to a seminar, okay, listen up here, make sure you have an intention. An intention means that you need to know exactly who you want to meet and what you want to talk about. Okay. Seriously. I learned this later in the game here. Because I used to go to the seminar like all the other broke people, right? When we just talk, hey, what business are you in? Oh, I got this business. You got this business? How much money are you making? Zero dollars. But we're going to make some money. I just believe, man. We're going to do it. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. <coughs> it was like um, a bunch of dreamers. Everybody just talking about what they're going to do. So write this down. Have an intention. So later on... In my journey, I started to identify people I wanted to network with. So before I would go to any event, I found a person online. You can find them online, right? And because um, a lot of these events, they do have Facebook groups that you can be a part of. And you're able to see who's going to the event. And I knew who I wanted to meet. And I knew who I wanted to meet that was in the industry that I wanted to be a part of. And I just met that guy and I was talking with him, right? So that's what you should do as well. Have an intention. Don't just go to that big old room, right, and get pitched, right? Because you're going to get pitched, right? You know, I see it all the time. You know, people just, they're insane. They're just, like, not smart. Unfortunately, but you're going to be smart now because I'm going to educate you. Whenever you go to a seminar and you go to this big crowd, right, um, I wouldn't recommend, like, being in that freaking seminar thing, you know, in that you know, everybody, 100 
thousand, fifty thousand, hundred people in this one room, and you're listening to this one guy. Now, listen, all masterminds are not bad. Some masterminds are good, whatever. But what I'm saying is, you get more value when you find a person that you want to become or be like, or you want to model the business. You just get more value that way. Okay. Um, does that make sense? Because remember, you know, most people are broke. They're just broke who go to these networking seminars. They just are broke. And if you go to the big gathering, they're going to pitch you. They're going to talk about some things. You have a person that can give you a long speech, and they're going to pitch you. It's just how it is to get more money out of you. It's just how it works. It's always going to be like that forever. And I'm not saying that the product that they're trying to sell doesn't work, whatever. But listen, you got to get laser focused on what you want to do. Like, you can't go to the seminar and you want to start a, um, say, you want to be an affiliate marketer. And they're talking about how to create products. Like You're not trying to create products. You want to promote products. right? So you need to find a person that does that and get around that person. You can find these people at the bars, by the way. It's the best place. At the bars, man. At the bar. They're there. Everybody's at the bar. Everybody at some party at the bar, hanging out, talking. So you start a conversation and you talk as well. Okay? Get around these people. Does that make sense, Eli? Yeah, have an intention. Know exactly who you want to meet. And what you want to discuss that's in the industry that you want to be a part of. Okay. Uh, what's next here? Talk to me. What's next here? Questions for me. Um, questions, please. Do you think self-hate gets in the way of success? Well, yeah, if you hate yourself. I've never hated myself, honestly. But, um, yeah, I mean, if you hate yourself, that's going to absolutely deter you to be successful in any form or fashion. So I would say not to self-hate, you know, obviously, right? Don't hate yourself. And if you do hate yourself, ask yourself why. Uh, A better question is ask yourself why you shouldn't hate yourself. And a better question is why you should love yourself, right? Because I think it's so easy for us to think about all our shortcomings and things that we do wrong. But think about what you do well. Give yourself a reason to love yourself and actually list out those reasons. Questions for me. Are you getting value here tonight, folks? Are you taking notes? What business industries do you see becoming larger in the future? Easy technology. AI, artificial intelligence. It's, it's, um, it's taking over. It is done deal, I'm telling you. Technology, it's going to be, you know, in five to ten years, I mean, the cars are all going to be driving themselves, I'm telling you. And technology is going to be doing everything that normal people do. I'm telling you, many businesses are going to be very obsolete. Like, even, like, department stores, aside from your, like, Gucci and Versace, which will never go away as far as because they just brand it probably like Nike. But a lot of these little mom-and-pop stores, you know, a lot of that stuff, man, done. I mean, Amazon is just... A giant man is taking over everything, honestly. So, you know, to start all these mom and pop stores, these small stores that you never heard of, I mean, they're just going out of business, folks. You know, I I mean, that's just going to be a tough business, man, honestly. And uh, technology and artificial intelligence is going to take over everything. I'm telling you, it's going to be just this AI that does everything. It's going to be an AI that write copy, right? I'm telling you on the internet. AI that create web pages for you. AI that run Facebook campaign. I'm telling you, people are creating this stuff. It's going to be bots that can do almost everything for you. 
right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, technology is where you need to be, right? On the internet, period. What's next here? Uh, I got a question here. Let me see. Can I chill and hang out at a bar without drinking? Absolutely. You don't have to drink. Drink water. <clears throat> it's not mandatory to drink, folks. Come on now. Um, how did you deal with stepping out of your comfort zone? Um, like I've told many of you the story about when I quit my job at the age of like 30, 31. And I just quit, man. I said, I'm done. And that was outside of my comfort zone because I didn't have a plan B. And listen, it's only difficult to really evolve outside of your comfort zone is because you're around people who are just like you. Like when you're around people who are just like you, it's hard to do those things that are very uncomfortable, such as like quit your job or invest a ton of money on something or um, change a business and pivot and move to a different state, different state, whatever, right? It's because of the people that you're around that are reinforcing the beliefs that you currently have. So that's why it's so hard for you folks to be uncomfortable or go outside your comfort zone because you're hanging around very low-level people, okay, low-level folks. So when you change the environment of the people that you hang around, and that's what I did, I just... I just got rid of everybody, honestly. I just I just got along. And I remember doing this like for a year I was just by myself. I didn't really have conversations with people, I didn't have any friends. And one day I just had the thought just to leave my job. Because I didn't have any type of conflict in the brain. Like I didn't have my mom and dad telling me, Stay at your job. It pays you good money. Just stay there. Right? You know, I didn't have that. I didn't have friends saying, hey, you got to be careful, man. You got to have a plan B. You got to have a plan C. Don't do that, you know. You saw what happened to such and such. So I didn't have that internal conflict. I didn't have that negative talk because I was by myself, right? And I was feeding my mind only the information that I wanted to project. And one day I just decided to quit. And um, it worked out. Okay. Let me see here. Um, questions for me. Talk to me here. So, you know, like, like I've shared before, um, changing your environment is very imperative. And like I've said many times before, many of you just don't believe it. You know, you want to be around your piss poor friends. You want to be around your average pookies and ray rays. I get it. And... I'm going to share something with you. Um, it's always going to be nearly impossible for you to change into the person that you need to be to attract wealth. Um, Wes, uh, Wes, internal conflicts did you deal with on your way to internal conflicts? Uh, I guess you're talking about beliefs. And listen, I just dealt with them. You know, I mean, listen, you're going to, it's going to be time that you're not going to believe it. Trust me. You're not going to believe that it's going to actually happen. Right? But you have to tell yourself and remind yourself that it will happen. Does that make sense? That's it. Whenever you have an internal conflict such as, well, I want to be rich, but I don't want to fail. That's a conflict, right? 
You got to say, well, okay, I will be rich. And if I fail, it's okay. I'm just going to continue to go and do something different. So it's almost like a constant self-talk to yourself to eliminate the, the conflicts. But they're always going to come up. It is what it is, right? Um, how can the average broke person have, a, have the courage and the balls to start a combo with a rich person in person? Um, first of all, I wouldn't refer to myself as the average broke person. And I get it. I know I talk about average broke people all the time. And a lot of people identify themselves as that. But I would say if you want to talk to a person that's wealthy, um, say hello. I mean, honestly, yeah, I mean, it's just really it's just whenever you have a issue approaching wealthy people, it's because of the internal dialogue that's taking place in your mind. What are they going to say? Maybe I'm not good enough. They're not going to like me. What if I say the wrong thing? Like, but I think, what if you say the right thing? What if they like you? What if they like you so much that they start a company with you? Right? So, again, you have to work on your own personal self-talk. You got to give yourself affirmations and information to yourself that will one day be projected in our outside in the universe. But, you know, a successful person, say if I'm at, listen, say if I go to... Mastro's, a steakhouse, whatever. And I'm at the bar. I'm drinking water, hanging out, looking good, right? Just up nice. And say, I don't know, one man, two men, they look successful, look educated, sound educated as well. So you might say, oh, okay. Maybe I can strike up a conversation. So you can just be drinking and you're drinking and you're drinking. You can say, hey, what are you guys drinking over there? Are you going to say, hey, I like your suit, man. It looks nice. Where do you get it from? See that? It's just so easy, right? Where do you get your suit from? Right? I'm thinking about buying a, a few suits myself. Right? And he'll tell you, and that starts the conversation. And what do you do? Right? It's just that simple, folks. Same thing with women. You know, you see a beautiful woman walk in, and maybe it looks like she's successful because she got 15 cardio braces on her wrist. She got a Rolex watch, and she's got a bunch of jewelry on her neck, right? You can just say, oh, I love those cardio braces. You know, they look beautiful. That looks like the 10 diamond. Wow. Oh, I love your hair this evening. Wow, you're gorgeous. Right? You're not hitting on him, right? You're just talking to him. Like, if it's a man, but if it's a woman, talking to another woman. I like your shoes. Wow, those are beautiful. Little bit tiny. Where are you getting from? Whatever, right? And say, what are you doing? I do this. Well, wow, we got you into that. And they'd be like, well, you know, I did it. Did it, did it, did it. And then people would just talk, I'm telling you. Because they love it. Like me, I love talking about my, I'm going to be honest. I love talking about myself. And I love talking about my own journey to... On my own personal journey to be who I am today. I love telling the story. It's fun. Right? So if you ask me, I'm going to tell you. Because I like inspiring and educating people. How are you feeling now? I'm feeling absolutely perfect. Let me see here. What's the three best books that you recommend? One book is Breaking the Habits of Being Yourself. Read it a thousand times. Think and Grow Rich and How to Win Friends and Influence People. That's it. You are a powerful man, Wes. Thank you. Thank you so much as well. What do you have to tell people who use old age as an excuse? Um, I don't think you should tell them anything. You're like, listen, the worst thing to do is, is trying to make a force or compel some, someone to do something they don't want to do. Everybody don't want to be wealthy, right? So if they don't want to be wealthy, they don't want to do better, don't 
force them. Don't try to force food down a man's or a woman's mouth. They don't want that food, right? Because there's plenty of people that want the food that you're serving, okay? Uh, how do you change your internal thinking? Yeah, repetition, giving yourself positive affirmations. Because remember, your thinking and your beliefs today came from, t- came from people and experiences with people. Right? That's it. Like, whatever you believe right now, it came from another person. Maybe your mama, your daddy, your uncle, your auntie, your grandmother, grandfather, right, your friend, whatever. So, if, since it came from people, then you can give yourself new commands, new affirmations, and new things that you want to believe for yourself. Okay, and I suggest meditation. Honestly, um, it's a faster process, which is a form of self hypnosis. <clears throat> Let me see here. Uh, although I'm built, how can I look like puss in boots? I told people by emotions. I don't know what puss in boots is. What's next here? For a person without the gift of gab, how could they improve their conversational skills? Easy. Um, And listen, I know a ton of you believe that I have the gift of gab. Like, it it was not a gift. It was something I had to work on. I had to teach myself how to communicate like this. Okay, so I give you a couple of things. That's a good question, by the way. Uh, A great question. Some things that you can do to increase your conversational skills. One, and it's very simple, listen to great communicators. Okay? Listen to great communicators. Stop listening to everybody around you. Some of you use too much, you know, this urban language, this dialect, this ghetto talk, whatever. You know, you don't know how to pronounce your words. Some of you mumble when you speak. Right, You don't open your mouth when you talk. And many of you, you run your words together. You can't pronounce words properly. So listen to great speakers. They're on the internet, by the way. Go on YouTube. Listen to people that speak well. Because exactly how you speak today, your tonality and your voice inflection, well, it came from somebody, your mom or your daddy probably, right? Are the people that you're around. You tend to talk about you tend to speak like the people that you are around most. Does that make sense? All right. Another reason why you need to separate yourself from the environment. A lot of you don't have, um, or don't use, are not selective about your word choice. Okay? You just use different words that you probably shouldn't use. You can use more sophisticated words. To do that, you need to learn words every day. There's a CD, an audio here. It's digital as well. Um, it's called Word Power by Brian Tracy. And you can put that CD in your car or the audio, and you can just listen to words on a daily basis. They're definitions, and they use the words in a sentence as well. And you can listen to this every day, all day, over and over again, and every day attempt to use one of the words in a sentence. Right? You... We'll get better faster, okay? 
You will start to implement a ton of these words, a part of your vocabulary. You will learn a voracious amount of words that will allow you to communicate these words in a way that many people won't even know the meaning, but it just makes you, it makes you sound more intelligent, honestly. You know, I'll be honest with you. Right? So that's another thing to do. Learn new words every day. Learn new words. Three, this is very important. And people don't understand this because it doesn't make sense, but it works. Learn how to talk and pause. Okay? Learn how to speak and pause. Pause. Speak slowly. The reason why you want to do that is because your brain, when you're talking to another person, that person's brain is unable to process all this information if you talk too fast. And some of you, you just talk too fast. And the reason why I know you think that that's wrong or contradictory is because we feel if we talk slow, then we're incompetent. It's not true. When you talk too fast, right, you tend to get off subject. You tend to talk about different topics and you're all over the place with your conversation. Talk slow. Okay. Pause when you speak. And speak with intention. See, the great thing about when you slow down, it gives you time to think about what's next. When you talk too fast, you tend to talk with a bunch of rhetoric, which makes no sense, right? Because <laughs> you're trying to keep up. You're just talking, 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 and you're talking about topics that is not related to the topic that you were discussing. So talk slow. Learn to pronounce every syllable in words, okay? Now listen, did that sound like I was, that I'm incompetent? I spoke slowly, effectively, and efficiently, right? Do I sound that I'm incompetent? No. I sound that I'm a very intelligent individual based off my voice inflection, how I pronounce words, and my tonality. And like I said, it's practice. You know, you just got to listen to great speakers. That's it. That's all you got to do. Just trust me. Like, if you want to learn Spanish, go to Spain, go to Mexico for six months. You'll learn it. You know, Portuguese, go to Brazil for six months. If you want to speak better, listen to great speakers on a daily basis. Have your iPod, AirPods, or your headphones in your ear. And just listen to people to speak well. Okay? Wes, how can you find that it factor in becoming rich if you don't see it in reach? Yeah, listen, you know, the game of becoming wealthy is trial and error. It's just trial and error. You know, you got to try many. They have something that's called fail forward. Um, like fail as much as humanly possible because you're going to do it anyway, so you might as well just fail now. And eventually you will find the it factor. You will find a solution to the problem to make the money. Wes, how to tell 
whether an online course is worth the investment. I see a lot. Yeah, you don't know. You know how you know when you buy the course. Buy it. You'll see it. And if you don't like it, just refund it. Okay? Um... Let me see here. Do I ignore skeptic people or be more strategic? Of course, people are curious, but some seem to be paranoid of scams. Uh, yeah. I mean, listen. <clears throat> yeah, if people are skeptic, it is what it is. You know, I mean, you're always going to have people that just says it's too good to be true. That's why most people are not in love. Kind of like, oh, it's too good to be true. Everything's happening too good. It's just too good in this relationship. I need to sabotage and screw it up. <laughs> right? Because people just believe that if things are too good, it's too good to be true. I don't have that belief, honestly. I mean, when things are too good, I just expect them to be even better than what they currently are. Right? So I wouldn't hang around or be friends with skeptic people. Okay? Personally. What's next here? <clears throat> but did that make sense? Candy Price here, Patrice. Okay. Just want to make sure I answer your question properly here. Any more questions for me? Did you guys, the ladies and gentlemen, get value here tonight? Did you get value? Comment the word value below if you did get it. Now, listen, I'm going to continue to do this, you know, because of you, because of your likes and comments and your interaction in the comments below. I will continue to do rants for you. Would you like me to continue to do this? I will. Right. I believe it's serving a purpose. And I believe people are taking nuggets from this live and they're making it applicable to their lives. Okay. And are you taking notes? I'm just curious here. All right. If we don't have any more questions here, I guess I'll go ahead and let you go. And remember, if you haven't heard this lately, I love you. I love you. I appreciate you so much. And I'm grateful for you. And I see great things in your future. Be patient. Persevere. Don't stress too much about what's not happening. Focus on what you want. Focus on the vision, the goal. Focus on the activity. And focus on doing the activity in an outstanding way. Okay? So I'll see you, you guys soon. Maybe I'll go live tomorrow. I think tomorrow I'm, I'm going to relax, honestly. Um, but I'll see you soon. Remember, in life, you don't get what you want. You get what you picture. If you want a better life, picture it every day, even tonight or this morning. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin. Much love. And let's go.